testing testing one two three hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of let's keep this between us <laughs> with w oh my word it's been a good four months um and i haven't like done this in a very long time so it feels kind of weird to do it again i was trying to do my whole setup today um and then my box situation didn't want to work <laughs> so i was like well this is great <laughs> my year has been off to an interesting start <laughs> so like when things don't work out now i am not faced i'm i just look forward to trying to make it work and i just try and move past it because i've really learned that i cannot control everything and i just need to do what i can do so i'm learning to work with what i have and if things aren't working, then I will work with the pieces that are working. And yeah, hopefully everything else will fall into place. So now we are here. Um, so basically, it's the usual. <laughs> A quick check-in from my end. I hope everyone is doing well. I hope the year has been off to a great start for some of you guys. <laughs> I know for me, it's been trash. Like oh man the lord is working on me and you know what i wish there was just no work required but i guess this is part of the process for me it is part of my testimony and i just have to you know push through um because i know at the end it will be worthwhile and there are like probably a lot of great lessons to learn just that right now i'm not seeing the bigger picture but yeah so i oh actually compliments of the new year Yes, it is March, but I mean, <laughs> I haven't spoken to you guys in favor, so compliments on the new year. Um, and yeah, actually, don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> I keep forgetting that you can actually subscribe on podcasts. So yeah, don't forget to subscribe, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Music or wherever you listen. Yeah, if your year hasn't been off to a great start, I just really hope that, you know, you can continue. It's called fast bait in Afrikaans, like hold on i think it's not me i don't know Afrikaans, but they always use the term fast bait which means i think it means hold on <laughs> so let's just hold on and cross fingers that you know it might be like a rough start to the year but it could end off on a high um so everyone's year starts off differently um other people are like on a high right now some of us are like in the middle <laughs> we don't even know whether we're coming or going um but i mean it's also part of the process and yeah, I look forward to sharing everything that has happened in the past four months. And yeah, and to get the logistics out of the way, I will be posting every two weeks. Hopefully nothing happens. <laughs> like if something happens, then I mean, I've learned I can't control things. But the plan is to um, post every two weeks for the next three months and then go on a production break. <laughs> Sounds so fancy, but yeah, go on a little break. Because I do intend on continuously taking time out for myself and because I failed my exam, I also need to still focus on my studies this year. Um, but we will get into it. And then, so on today's episode, it's called Trusting the Process. So I'll be touching on, I guess, three topics. So the first one is changes in my life. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yes, changes um, in my life. And then the second one is failure. And the last one is new hobbies. So yeah, let's get into it. I must say, I'm actually really bothered by the fact that my mic decided not to work and I'm back to using like my iPad. So the sound is a bit off, obviously. Um, 
but you know what it is what it is i just hope you guys can bear with me i will now have to get like a proper mic and stuff but i'm really invested in this podcast um it's something that i really love doing and yeah i really hope it can serve its purpose and until it served its purpose i will continue investing in it but yeah let's get into changes in my life so since the last time we spoke i have since relocated to johannesburg <laughs> someone once said when they moved to cape town from joburg that they upgraded so i don't know what i'll call it when i move from cape town to joburg but i must say first of all it's not as bad as everyone made it out to seem um obviously i don't drive at night a lot because not even a lot i actually barely drive at night uh, out of fear obviously um <laughs> i've heard the stories i don't know be part of the stats like i mean it's never um anyone's intention to be part of the stats but i think i would just rather prevention is better than cure um so yeah i think how have i found johannesburg it is very different from cape town but one thing i've told myself is that if i want to enjoy it here i need to stop comparing it to cape town Cape Town was a specific season of my life. I really enjoyed it. I loved Cape Town. It felt like home. And Joburg was extremely, not extremely different, but it's it's a bit different. It will take a little bit of getting used to. The air is thinner. Um, more robots don't work than work. <laughs> ah, I'm really not bashing Joburg. It's really not that bad. Like, I think you just kind of get used to it. And my first weekend here, I had like water shedding. It's not even water shedding. But there was like a burst pipe and then I was like, oh, great. That was like a proper welcoming to Johannesburg. But it's just, it's been one of those things. And I think it's a chapter in my life that I need. And therefore, I will embrace the change um, and everything that comes with it. So something else that has changed apart from moving to Johannesburg is that I wrote my exam in December. And <laughs> funny enough, so does my final board exam. And then the day I moved to Joburg is the day I got my results. Um, and unfortunately, I was unsuccessful, which is something I will talk about next when I talk about failure. So, I mean, my taste of Joburg <laughs> has been pretty blurry, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but yeah, um, that's just been the biggest change, I guess, was moving. Yes, I've also started new hobbies, which is something I will talk about like later on as well. But I really want to keep this podcast actually pretty short. Like this year, my goal is to keep everything under 30 minutes, 20 minutes max. If I could do that, that'd be also very lovely. But yeah, so let's go on to the failure. Yeah, man. Like, I don't I don't even know what to say. There's so much I can say on this. Um, But yeah, I just, it's one of those things where you're like, but God, why? Like, why do I have to? go through this so obviously i i was fine like i've been like an um what is it an academic most of my life like high school was good varsity well the first two years of varsity were good um and then yeah i guess i don't know what happened <laughs> i want to say i got a boyfriend but <laughs> i don't even think it's that but i think um i learned to value um, my mental health a lot more and therefore my priorities changed quite a bit I stopped 
you know, seeking academic validation and prioritize my mental health. And therefore I was just very content with just passing instead of getting um, those high marks because I realized that it really doesn't help if I'm extremely unhappy and I'm getting all these marks. So I decided to tend to my mental health and I don't actually regret that, I really don't. Because I think now I can handle failure because of that. Like if ever I had, you know, stuck to being that person that loves academic validation and just feeds off it, when I failed, it would have been, I guess, it would, would have felt like the end of the world. Um, but yeah, so funny enough, there was like a question that was posed to me this past week, which was, what was like your defining moment in life? And I think my defining moment was in second year when obviously my marks were still good, but I just wasn't happy with them because I just had very high standards. And I think that's when my mental health also took a dip and like that's when I wanted to analyze myself and all those things. And that was really such a defining moment of my life because I learned to value um, myself without that academic validation and learning that I matter, like I matter more than what I can bring to the table. Um, so yeah, you like your worth, like you're worthy just as you are. You don't need anything added or subtracted. Um, and I think that's something that I really need to learn in that moment and that my marks don't define me. Um, that was a lesson that I learned and it's something that I've carried with me for like the past, I don't know, it's been seven, eight years. And I'm so grateful for that moment. It was a very dark time in my life, but it has really helped me get through what would seem like the toughest times now. Because I've, <laughs> I've seen rock bottom. It has a basement. <laughs> and yeah, that's just unfortunately one of those things. But yeah, so I think the one thing that sucks or, well, how I took the failure was I, I'm someone who's very proactive. Like I will fail, register, do everything in that same day, plan and all those things. Like I'm always such an action person. The emotions will come later on. So even in this instance, like the results came and I was like, oh, you know, unfortunately you weren't successful. And then... I was like, damn, I failed the first board exam. Now I'm failing the second board exam. And I always joke about, like, things that are painful. So I always say, ah, oh, so nice, I had to do it twice. I guess with APC, it's the same. It's so nice, I got to do it twice. And um, I don't think I took it that badly. Like, I didn't cry for, like, a good week or something. Like, I was pretty okay. Um, and that's because when I failed the first time, I got back up and I passed. And it just showed me that, you know, failure doesn't really have to define me. So even now I was like, well, I failed and life goes on. Yes, it did hurt. Um, and I guess it is supposed to hurt. Like you're a little disappointed because it's not like I went to that exam and I didn't prepare. Like I worked my behind off. Um, but unfortunately, it was just not my time, whether it's exam technique. I know there's actually a lot of things I need to go back and work on. Um, and I don't blame anyone. I don't think it was the board course. It was just me and it was just not my time. Um, and I mean, these things you really can't control. You write and then you just pray to God. <laughs> it is your time. Um, but you know, sometimes you look back and you're like, ah, oh, man, how I wish I could be one of those people that are like, oh yeah, now I passed both board exams first time. Ah, man, I am just going to say, so nice. I got to do it twice. <laughs> But there's power in, in my testimony. And I think there's a reason why, you know, 
God is making me go through what I need to go through now. I might not understand it, but I think later on in life, it doesn't take away from, you know, my journey. And I think if there's anything, I've learned a lot more in failure than I ever had in success. There's certain things that success will never teach you that you will only ever learn through failing. Um, not that failing is a nice thing, but there are a lot of character building moments that actually come with failure. And yeah, so I was actually quite upset with God um, this time around because I was like, you know, why, like, why me? And like, why do I need to go through this? And I was like really upset because I mean, I've done everything right. And God convicted me because it's not about how many good things you've done. It's not about you being a good person. If it's not your time, it's not your time. And I mean, there were so many scriptures um, that came up and it was, and I remember one of the scriptures was in Matthews where it says, um, what does worrying add? And I think that's, that's like the one scripture I really want to carry with me this year is that, you know, worrying will never help me with anything. Um, and I just have to make peace with how things are and just trust God. But do you know how painful it is to trust God when you're disappointed? It is so painful. And I know I'm not the only Christian who has to, you know, trust God. And you literally, you cry because you're like, Lord, I trust you. Because it's like, if not him, then there's nowhere else I can run to. This is the one person who has carried me through everything in my life. And therefore, I am not going to run away from him. I'm just going to suck it up. And, you know, part of the fruits of the spirit is long suffering. <laughs> not my favorite fruit, but it, it's part of it. It's part of it. Just because I'm a Christian, it doesn't mean that bad things won't happen to me, unfortunately. Um, it's part of the process. And I think I eventually cried um, this past Sunday and we were church, well, I was at church, um, and there's a song that played that says, like, that's the power. Um, it's a song by Hillsong. Yeah, it's a song by Hillsong. Um, and the lyrics, or the part that really got to me, was the part that says, fall and stronghold break and there's healing. That's the power that I claim. It's the same that rolled, that rolled the grave, and there's no power like the mighty name of Jesus. And there's also, like, a, another part, yes, that says in and in the furnace unafraid the kind of daring expectation that every prayer i make is on an empty grave and it was just like i understand that every single prayer that i make is valid um that i believe that there is a god who hears my prayers and i am not like nothing is ever done in vain like my prayers don't ever go unheard um but it's just that I wanted things to happen on my timing and God was convicting me and telling me that his timing is always perfect. Um, I will one day, <laughs> next year, I will be sharing my testimony of how I have passed. <laughs> Ooh, because Lord, I have to. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's it on failure. And I mean, if you're part of a people that didn't make it, we're going to make it, guys. Like, we're really going to make it. It is going to end in those four letters at the end of our names. And that will not be the end, but rather the beginning. Um, because I think the career really, like, once you add those four letters, it just opens doors and you can be anything that you want to be. Um, so, yeah, I really hope that there's still some good that will come out of this year. And I'm really not trying to make 
my whole year like i don't know how to say it but i don't want this to define my year like i'm really trying to continue praying and continue seeking god and just you know asking him to strengthen me um that there is something good that will come out of this i might not see it now but i just need to hold on because i've seen that when you hold on things do get better not in your own timing but god's timing is always perfect and yeah so on a very light note <laughs> um so i've started some new hobbies this year and this is the last thing i'm touching on now so i've started some new hobbies i am now a runner wow who would have guessed so i actually used to run when i was younger i used to do like cross country from like grade two up until i think grade five um and then this year not even this year like i guess i did try running again in my honors year it just didn't work out it was like lockdown as when lockdown happened which was actually 2020 um so i tried running it didn't really work out and then when i moved to cape town i tried running again and then it was winter and then i just stopped but this time around and i've always just set a goal for myself that i wanted to run like my first 10k the goal for myself that i wanted to run my first 10k and i've never done it so every year it feels like i've shifted the goal but this year i was like you know what no matter what happens this is the year that i run my 10k so next weekend the 18th of february i think no no 18th of march sorry i will be running my first 10 kilometers yeah am i ready i don't know the last time i went for a run obviously was today but before today it was like four weeks ago uh so with moving and everything i just didn't have enough time um so i did do my first park run in joburg i did the waterfall park run it was <laughs> difficult uh, it was so hard but i came um in 50 well is it 50, 51 50 oh it's a weird position but anyways i was the 11th female <laughs> and i came second in my age group and um i yeah and i came like i was number 51 out of 199 people which is not really bad especially considering it's my first run and it was really hot and the air in joburg is much thinner i think is it thinner I think it's thinner, it's thinner than in Cape Town, but I made the most of it, and I'm actually quite proud that I can still run a 5k under 40 minutes. I have actually hit some good milestones in my running, and I've learned quite a like, few new things as well. So I've done, I think the best I've done so far is a 5k in, was it 38 minutes or 36, something like that, but I, I've done, I've made really good progress on my running. I've, I think I've, the furthest distance I've ran was 6.7 kilometers um, in a time of, I think, 40, I think it was either 48 or 46 minutes. And I've also learned that in order to be a good runner or, yeah, it's not about, I actually decided to call myself a runner after I did like one run. Because I was asking people, how many runs do I need to do before I can call myself a runner? Someone said, you're already a runner. You don't have to do there's no set or specific requirement for you to be a runner and therefore ever since then i added in my bio on instagram runner and yeah and i think that was actually very important to learn that you know you don't have to be a master at something before you can call yourself something and even now like i'm now a skater as well so i started skating yesterday <laughs> well like a week ago i started skating 
but anyway it's not about the skating so about the running back to the running um so i used to really think that i need to run like specific kilometers without stopping and that would make me a good runner but i realized even the best of runners actually stop while they're running you kind of need to listen to your body and each run is very different it depends on where your mind is at and you kind of need to be very present so i've always found running a bit more difficult than just going to the gym um but one thing one mistake that i made when i started running was i used to run at the same pace same distance like all the time and then like a friend of mine was like actually no if you want to improve your pace you kind of need to vary your runs so i would i started then doing one long run one slow and long run and then i did a short and fast run and then gradually i saw my pace actually you know increase uh, or improve and i think the best i've done is a kilometer in six minutes and 23 seconds something like that which is really really good because at first i was running like 7.3 um consistently <laughs> um and yeah so that is my journey on running i don't know what it means if maybe i might feel strong enough to just be like i'm gonna run a 21k um but some like i've found so much joy in running it feels like I'm returning back to myself because it's something that I used to do as a child so it's weird like I, it really feels like I'm returning back to myself and I love that for myself um, I think sometimes it's not a bad thing to do things you used to do because something else that I did quite a bit beginning of the year is I was reading and when I was younger um, from like grade two I would go to the library after school and I would like take three books home and I would read and Obviously, you get older, varsity, I couldn't really read much. I'd read my textbooks. And now, you know, I fell in love with reading. I finished my first book for the year um, within, I guess, two months, which was really amazing because at first it would take me like a year to just read half a book. And I was reading Atomic Habits. And now I am planning on reading What Happened to You, which was a gift from a friend. I really look forward to that book as well because I really think... I read Atomic Habits while I was actually doing like the 75 soft challenge and it really helped me. Um, but yeah, so my last hobby or my other hobby that I'm doing now is I am a roller skater. Um, <laughs> I'm a skater girl. I'm in my skater girl era. Um, and basically I went roller skating two years ago and what had happened was I actually fell on the back of my head while I was skating um, because I was so scared of falling and I think that's the thing about skating you are going to fall but I have a fear of falling and I'm a perfectionist so therefore I thought my first time skating would be a breeze so I fell in the back of my head and then I was like yo ah, uh -uh, this thing is really hard um, but beginning of this year I had like a sudden urge to actually learn how to skate so last weekend I decided to buy my first skates and safety gear because now I understand the importance of having safety gear and now I went skating on Friday and for the first time I didn't like get any assistance and I actually did it. I kind of looked like a baby who was learning how to walk but I think the more I do it the better it will get. The goal is to be like a decent skater <laughs> by the time my birthday comes which is next month in April. And I just look forward to learning and falling because I know the faster I fall or yeah the faster I fall the faster I will learn um, and I learn through failing and I guess when you fall you actually are failing um, and when you fail you learn faster and 
I guess it's the same like driving in Joburg. You miss one off ramp, you know, you're never going to make that mistake again. <laughs> um, so yeah, there is a, I guess not a, I guess there's a blessing in the failure as well. You just kind of need to, you know, take a step back and understand that there is a bigger picture. I really look forward to sharing a lot more with you guys. I really look forward to seeing where this podcast will go. Um, don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. Do you actually like on podcasts? I don't even know. But yes, do subscribe, guys. Like, do subscribe. My goal is to actually have 100 subs subscribers. I have the listeners, but I just don't have the subscribers. I guess because I never tell people, oh, please subscribe. But yes, if you're on Spotify, please click that plus button. If you're an Apple podcast, please click that plus button. Um, it will really mean a lot to me. And I look like I really look forward to sharing um, what this year has in store for me and other lessons that I've learned um, through this year. I really don't know what my next episode will even be about, but I'm really just taking it, I'm taking everything as it comes really. Like there's always something to be learned and there's probably always something or something I've learned previously. But yeah, in conclusion, um, it feels so good to be back. Like, I, wow, like, it took me such a long time to record this because I've been saying, oh, I'm going to record, I'm going to record, but I'm so tired with the moving and everything. But I'm slowly finding my feet in Joburg. Um, and I really want to play around with my podcast this year. So if you're around Johannesburg and are keen on just joining me, on one of my episodes let me know i can organize something we can talk about random stuff um if you want to share your story like and you're just looking for a platform to do that i'm here um you can send me a dm on instagram um my handle is at underscore w and yeah so remember all things are working for your good and until next time bye